Welcome. You're listening to Faith vs. Weight with Maria Bauer. Maria is a former U.S. Navy Health Information Systems Officer, current health and wellness coach, and author of the book, Faith vs. Weight, reminding you that you already have victory in Christ. Now, here's your host, Maria Bauer. Hello, and welcome to Faith vs. Weight. Thank you for joining me here today. If you have been searching for a biblically-based Christian weight management program and prefer weekly episodes, check out Season 1, Episodes 1-10 through 10 of this podcast. If you prefer shorter but more frequent bite-sized daily episodes, check out Season 2, Episode 13-63 through 63 of this podcast. You are now listening to Season 3, Episode 64 and Counting, Daily Devo, Power to Persevere, intended to follow Season 1 and or Season 2. Biblically inspiring you to boldly go the distance on your health and wellness journey. Today is season three, week 12, day one, inspired by Deuteronomy 6 through 9 and Luke 7, with our opening Bible verses coming from Luke 7, 33 through 34. For John the Baptist came neither eating bread nor drinking wine, and you say, he has a demon. The Son of Man has come eating and drinking, and you say, behold, a gluttonous man and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Luke seven thirty three thirty four. Today's reflection. She who has been forgiven much loves much. I can see why some thought John the Baptist was demon-possessed. He lived in the wilderness and was obsessively focused on the coming of the Messiah in a way that most people could not wrap their heads around. And what about this Jesus? Because he was hanging out with sinners and tax collectors, it was said that he was a glutton and a drunkard. I recently ran into a youth group leader with piercings. Okay, yes, I'm on the conservative side. And when I first had my kids, I probably would have found a leader minus the piercings. The funny thing about this leader was that I did not even notice he had a single piercing. I saw someone with the joy of the Lord. It wasn't until another parent pointed out to me that this particular young man had piercings that I even noticed them. I am just as judgmental as the next person, probably more, but on this particular day, the Holy Spirit must have been working overtime because I just saw the heart. When it was time for the leader to go to sleep after all of the teenage boys were down for the night, which was 1 a.m., I was not feeling particularly Christ-like. I was done for the evening, and just when I thought the day was finally over, the youth group leader asked me at 1.30 a.m. if I minded if he went to pick up some stranded high school boys at a local movie theater. They were in his Bible study group, and apparently no one was going to give them a ride home, and for whatever reason, Uber was unavailable, so they called him. Did they run out of money? Did they tell their parents they had a ride when in fact they did not? What shocked me about the youth group leader was that he could care less. They needed him, so he was going to be there for them. The only reason he asked me if I minded whether or not he went had to do with the fact that he was supposed to stay on our property for a church teen boys event that we were hosting. This young man, who I might have written off years ago because of his choice and accessories, cheerfully left and made sure the boys got home safely when no one else did. He immediately came back, and although it was after 2 a.m., he was the first person up with our group the next morning with a smile on his face. My smile was not as genuine, but I could say his was. Then I stopped by a dear friend's house who was housing my other teenage boy for the weekend to offer to take her son and mine off of her hands for a bit while our other teen group was at the church. I knew she had several sports events scheduled for her other children that day, and they had all just gotten over the flu. 
Her house seemed to be in its usual state of frenzy with her four kids running around. But then I noticed something different. In the middle of the room was a baby bucket seat. My friend has elementary and high school age kids, so where on earth did this bucket seat come from? On closer inspection, there was a baby in it. My friend's hairdresser became a foster mom to a baby who had had her skull crushed. The baby's parent and daycare were under investigation. Once the baby was healed, my friend, overcome with compassion, became a secondary foster caregiver to the baby since her hairdresser had to work on Saturdays. I can tell you that prior to this happening, my friend was not looking to care for another child. Besides that, on this particular Saturday with her four kids and a full sports schedule, she was having my son sleep over while already caring for a newborn in between sporting events. My mother had recently gone through a hard time, and we had not had a chance to catch up, so I had no idea. Where does this kind of selfless love come from? Therefore, I tell you, her sins, which are many, are forgiven, for she loved much. But to whom little is forgiven, the same loves little. Luke 7, 47. I can tell you that both my friend and the youth team leader would say that they have been forgiven much, just like you and me. And the lady that Jesus was referring to. But would we do what this lady did next? Would we do what my friend did? Or what the teen youth group leader did at 1.30 in the morning? Standing behind at his feet weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears. And she wiped them with the hair of her head. Kissed his feet and anointed them with the ointment. Luke 7.38 Now the Pharisee who had invited Jesus over knew that this was a woman of ill repute. This only confirmed in his mind's eye the type of person Jesus must have been, obviously a glutton and a drunkard. Now when the Pharisee who had invited him saw it, he said to himself, This man, if he were a prophet, would have perceived who and what kind of woman this is, who touches him that she is a sinner. Luke 7.39 I mean, who was this Jesus anyway? Even John sent messengers to ask in Luke 7, Are you the one, or should we look for another? After Jesus answered John's messengers, telling them, The blind receive their sight, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised up, and the poor have good news preached to them. Luke 7, 22-23, he later went on to talk about forgiveness, telling Simon there were two debtors, one owed 500 denarii and one owed 50. When they could not pay, he forgave them both. Which of them, therefore, will love him most? Luke 7.42. Simon tells the right answer. The one who was forgiven the most, loves the most. But Jesus points out that the woman shows us the right answer. Turning to the woman, he said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I entered into your house, and you gave me no water for my feet. But she has wet my feet with tears and wiped them with her hair. You gave me no kiss, but she, since the time I came in, has not ceased to kiss my feet. You did not anoint my head with oil, but she has anointed my feet with ointment. 7, 44 through 46. Today's reflection. She who has been forgiven much loves much. Today's action. Lord, help us not to hesitate to love much. Move. In both examples that I gave, these people had a million reasons why not to take action, but they did not hesitate. They had faith. Act. It doesn't matter if you look the part. What matters is if you act the part. He said to the woman, your faith has saved you. Go in peace 
Luke 7.50. Today's Daily Devo, Power to Persevere, was inspired by Deuteronomy 6-9 through and Luke 7. If you found this podcast to be helpful, please review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite way to listen. Your review matters. When you review and subscribe, you can both encourage others and not miss a single episode as you continue to be biblically inspired to boldly go the distance on your health and wellness journey. To follow Faith vs. Weight on social, check out Instagram and Facebook. For additional program information or to contact me, Maria, please go to mariabauer.com. That's M-A-R-I-A-B as in boy, O-W-E-R dot com. For your Christian-based daily dose of health and wellness encouragement, please subscribe to this show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen. Are you searching for a Christian-based weight management program that actually works? Check out Season 1, Episodes 1 through 10, and Season 2, Episodes 13 through 63 of this podcast. For the print and Kindle versions, check out the book, Faith vs. Weight, Magnifying the Glory of God, an Action Guide, Faith vs. Weight, Daily Strength to Shine. You have been listening to Season 3, Daily Devo, Power to Persevere, designed to help you boldly go the distance on your health and wellness journey. Biblical encouragement from today's podcast came from the Dwell Bible Audio app, the Bible in One Year, five-day-a-week plan. Thank you for listening to Faith vs. Weight, reminding you that you already have victory in Christ. Consult your physician before starting any weight loss or exercise program.